366. However, that could rise in the next couple of days as oil prices continue to climb up to $73 a barrel on Friday, the highest since 2014. Gas Buddy CEO Patrick DeHaan says to be careful if you're crossing state lines to fill up. He says there are some extreme cases where it's cost a driver an extra 25 bucks if they refueled on the wrong side of the line. Rhonda Rockster reporting. President Trump's national security advisor, John Bolton, says the U.S. has a plan that would lead to the dismantling of North Korea's nuclear weapons within one year. He says he believes North Korea will go for it. This is SRN News. Mark Levin just wants a Supreme Court that follows the Constitution. So we are the constitutionalists. We're not right-wingers. We're not extremists. We don't seek to make the court more conservative, less conservative. We seek to have a Supreme Court that shows fidelity to the Constitution of the United States, the law of the land. And if these justices do not show fidelity to the Constitution, then why the hell should we show fidelity to their opinion? Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just past 1 o'clock here at AM 12 to the Patriot Intelligent Radio. The closer, Brad Carlson, is away on assignment, but have no fear. The headliner is here. It's Mitch Berg coming up next. Making weekend radio great again. Here's an updated look at your weather. High of 80 for today. Tonight, mostly clear. Going to drop down to a low of 66. Coming up next, the headliner, Mitch Berg. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show dedicated to making talk radio great again. My name is Mitch Berg, normally known as the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Today, filling in for Brad Carlson, the closer, who is off on assignment. He should be back next week with any luck at all, talking about his uh, sojourn through the American heartland, uh, finding the, the stories and tales that uh, will not... No, I have, I have no idea what he's doing. He's not gone all Charles Corralt on us. I'm fairly sure of that. Anyway, uh, but Brad will be back, ne- back next week. I will be taking today one of my rare sojourns through Brad's world, the Sunday audience. That would be all of you out there. Pleasure to be here as always. Pleasure to be here as well for twice as long as normal. Brad has been on a one-hour schedule for, gosh, three, four years now, and we're back up to two hours. I'm feeling a little more at home, like my normal Saturday pace of getting a show together here. So anyway, this is uh, this is the Sunday edition. It's uh, it's great to see what Brad's done with the place. It's, uh, it's kind of cool here. Uh Anyway, I'm normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3. If you're one of those people who only tunes in on Sundays, it's the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And so complete has the changeover on Sunday been that I even brought my producer, Terminator N, with us from Saturdays. Uh, you faring okay over there, getting used to the Sunday layout of things over there, Terminator? I was a little worried, but as soon as I sat at the board, I realized... I'm in good hand. I'm good. You're good. All right, good. So you got to be adaptable around this station because Sunday's a whole different world. Anyway, uh, it's been an interesting week. First of all, we're coming up on 4th of July, and I'll be doing an hour about the 4th of July next hour. Uh, and it's nice to have two hours to talk about on, the, on, on, uh, on Sundays again here. But this is one that I think, in a way, 
it's one of those good news, bad news situations here. This hour, I want to talk about uh, extremism. And it's one of those words that means different people, uh, different things to different people. Uh, and that, that, that the perspective of the person calling someone an extremist is usually uh, entirely what makes the difference here. Of course, Democrats have been calling Republicans conservatives like you and I, most of us out there. Uh, extremists for quite some time, ever since Ronald Reagan and the Reagan Revolution took over the Republican Party, before perhaps some of you were born, and certainly when most of you were, well, my age in our 20s, we were all called extremists, those of us who became conservatives at the time. I certainly caught a certain amount of that when I was in college and during the course of two years when I journeyed from left to right over the course of a couple years. I mean, when I graduated from high school, had I been allowed to vote, I'm sure I would have voted for well, someone well to the left of center. I mean, had I been 18 during the 1980 election, that was my plan. Uh, and over the course of the next couple of years, I became a conservative uh, slowly, fitfully, not necessarily on every issue at once. I was a foreign policy conservative before I was a domestic policy conservative. But I got labeled an extremist by some of my classmates who started left and stayed that way or even moved even further out that way. Uh, There were a few of them, even in rural North Dakota, uh, because college is college. But whatever it is the Republican Party has done, and believe me, it hasn't stayed out even as a a party as a whole, hasn't even stayed out to the right uh, to the extent that Ronald Reagan was over the course of the last 30 years, with the exception of the brief Tea Party surge uh, in 2010. Hard to believe that's almost eight years ago now. And uh, before that, of course, the Gingrich Revolution, 1994. <laughs> 24 years ago. Oof. Uh, anyway, uh, and, and that's just been basically trying to hold the line that Ronald Reagan and before him Barry Goldwater and before him William F. Buckley set for the Republican Party and the conservative movement. Nonetheless, There's an old saying that from Las Vegas, Omaha seems far east. And that's certainly the case when you have Democrats referring to us, the conservatives, as extremists. And this comes as part of a great uh, editorial from the New York Post today uh, saying, here's one word of advice for America's growing socialist left, Venezuela. Yes, we have a socialist left in America. and, And in a sense, we always have. In a sense, we have. I mean, the progressive movement started in the 1890s, actually gained enough traction to get a president elected, two presidents in a row actually elected uh, in 1908. Of course, uh, Theodore Roosevelt was a Republican, but he was a progressive Republican, and he enacted a lot of changes that radically altered the role of government in our society. And handed over to William Howard Taft, a little more conservative, but he was, he was followed by Woodrow Wilson, who was... In fact, the most toxic, wretched excuse for a president in American history. Worse than Barack Obama? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before Woodrow Wilson, America still largely had the same government structure that it had since the early 1800s. Government, federal government was a tiny share of, of, of America's GDP and of America's government, quite frankly. Short of running a, a federal court system, and the national defense, the federal government didn't do a whole lot. It was largely financed by taxes on alcohol. 
Well, yet another thing that the progressives messed up, prohibiting alcohol, thereby requiring a push to the federal income tax. Anyway, that's a little bit of history for you there. Woodrow Wilson, one of the worst. Just illustrating the fact that we've had progressives that verged on socialism for quite some time. Woodrow Wilson got the ball rolling. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt took the ball and ran with it. Uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson inherited a system that had largely been pushed towards soft socialism, well, soft uh, government centralism, let's just say, not socialism with a smile, and added uh, several more layers of state intervention in the economy, and basically left us with something just shy of democratic socialism by the time Ronald Reagan took office. And Ronald Reagan could not try as his may dismantle much of that, although he took a good shot at it. And 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 Donald Trump, God bless him, and 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 yeah, while we hold him accountable for the mistakes he's making, I think more of that later on this hour, is, I think, doing the best he can under the circumstances. But the Democrats are pulling farther to the left as we speak. We saw evidence this past week, uh, this, this past week, as uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 29-year-old socialist, labeled a socialist, just like Bernie Sanders, beat a far-left Democrat. Which parallels what we've been seeing in Minnesota. I mean, center-left Democrats aren't far enough to the left for the Democrat base, so they're getting beaten. And you're seeing the likes of Phyllis Kahn uh, taken out of office by the likes of Ilhan Omar. Because Phyllis Kahn, a congenital, hereditary, far-left progressive, just isn't crazy enough for the DFL. Well, uh, New York is not going to get left behind by many, uh, Minneapolis. And so you have the likes of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, by the way, has been painting herself as uh, Jenny from the block, a girl from the Bronx, uh, a tough working class girl, uh, and completely lying about it. Uh, Breitbart this past week found out, in fact, that Ocasio-Cortez uh, actually hails from one of the richest counties in America, a place I, I tried to get a job at back during my radio career, by the way. I interviewed, interviewed at a station in the next suburb over from where Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez uh, grew up and was told by the boss there that, yeah, it's really not wor- worth moving from Minnesota out here because you can't afford to live anywhere near this station on the salary we can afford to pay you. Uh, we really have to hire someone local. It's one of the wealthiest and most expensive places to live in America. And nothing wrong with that. Except, of course, that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to make it harder to achieve that for everyone else. Excellent uh, article, actually, editorial from the New York Post today. Uh, came out actually uh, Friday. For Democrats planning to head down the path of socialism, especially after Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's stunning primary win on Tuesday, we have one word. Venezuela. Ocasio-Cortez's lopsided victory is only the latest example of Democrat voters signing on to hard left candidates. Oh, boy, you're telling us here in Minnesota. Self-professed, uh, self-professed socialist Bernie Sanders, for example, has been successfully pushing the party to the left since 2016. Even non-socialists are embracing many of his themes like Medicare for all, free college tuition and whopping minimum wage hikes. Before they go down that road, they might consider the real-life consequences of the failed socialist economic system now destroying Venezuela. Hyperinflation in Nicolas Maduro's socialist paradise is now running at 43,378%. Some economists say it's closer to 43,380. 
But why split hairs? It takes a full fifth of a minimum wage worker's monthly salary just to buy a cup of café con leche in a cafe, according to Bloomberg. Not exactly conservative tools, Bloomberg. It's getting worse if inflation continues as it has been. This past three months, the rate could hit 482,153%. That's a fast track to economic Armageddon, says the editorial board of the New York Post. As if 43,000% inflation isn't... (laughs) Enough of an economic doomsday scenario. Multiplying that inflation by ten makes the it's it's down there with the the inflation that you had in Weimar Germany after World War One or in Hungary in the late nineteen forties. Food is already scarce. Medicine scarcer still. The government maintains price controls and pays enormous subsidies on food staples, but it can't sustain that. Now. Democrats, especially those at the socialist bent, will say, well, stop looking at Venezuela or North Korea or Cuba or Greece. Start looking at Denmark and Sweden and Norway. Well, let's look at them, okay? Two things about them. Number one, both of them, even Sweden, which is much larger than Norway or Denmark, I think larger than both of them put together, are small countries. Norway has fewer people in it, I believe, the last I checked, than Minnesota does. Denmark is about the same size. Uh, Sweden, about the same size as Minnesota and Wisconsin put together. These are small countries. They are very homogenous. They have very cohesive uh, communitarian traditions among those who are part of that culture. Small market Scandinavians should be very familiar to most of you in this audience. As you come into a a situation where you have people who break that cultural paradigm, the system starts to break down. I'm not talking about immigration here. I'm talking about people who have a different notion about their relationship with the community. And that's happening in Norway and Sweden and to some extent Denmark these days. People are coming for the benefits and not necessarily coming for the community. And it's causing strains in the system. And all three countries, by the way, are moving ever so slightly to the right as they realize something that every good conservative knows as a matter of course. Something that can't be sustained won't be. Things that can't continue forever won't. Oh, we'll come back for much more. We'll talk about the Janus decision when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Lately, one or two is fully better due Long and long, happy long and long. Wealthy, middle class, or business owners, you're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwood with Your Family Bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. 
take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with our Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. You know, you can get tremendous pain relief benefits with Relief Factor without any of the negative side effects of ibuprofen. Why? Because this is natural, healthy stuff. There are no side effects. There's no prescription drugs. There's no chemicals. Just good, healthy dietary supplements that l- unleash your own body's natural healing powers. 80% of people who start with a quick start, just nineteen ninety-five for three whole weeks, end up getting more relief factor. You should give it a try. Again, you have nothing to lose but your pain and the whole world to gain. Nineteen ninety-five comes to 95 cents a day. That's less than a cup of coffee a day for pain relief. Go to relieffactor.com. Read all the testimonials. Find out about it for yourself and order that quick start. Just nineteen ninety-five or 95 cents a day for three weeks. Or you can call them. It's toll free. They can answer all your questions. 1-800-500-8384. That's toll free. 1-800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Care to join us? 651-289-4488. The number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Narn show. So, talking before about the, the fact that the American left is moving to an extreme. You can see this. I mean, I mean, the, the, the Democratic Party of, of 20 years ago was Bill Clinton, the, the Democratic Leadership Conference, people who realized that the real, well, I believe, realized that the American people were farther to the center than, than the Democratic Party had been pushed since the 1970s and moved to the, moved to the center as Bill Clinton, in fact, did, especially after he got smacked down in the 1994 elections. Uh, the Democratic Party was fairly moderate and governed as moderates at the time, believe it or not, at least at the at the national level. Minnesota, another whole story. Uh, but this is this is a different Democrat Party, as we saw. Uh, f- forget about the uh, Ocasio Cortez uh, primary win, which this being the Queens and uh, Queens and the Bronx is effectively. Uh, the congressional election, uh, just like Minneapolis or St. Paul. I mean, if there's any place that's farther to the left than Minneapolis or St. Paul, it might be uh, Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez's district. Ocasio-Cortez's district. Uh, a lot of name to remember there. And th- this is a symptom 
of something that I think I, I, I'm noticing and, I, I, and others are noticing as well. There's a piece from Michael Goodwin that came out in the Post. Uh, that'd be the New York Post, not the Washington Post this past week, uh, that I think is, is showing up. I, I, think, I think people need to ab- uh, absorb because there are elements of the American left that have been going crazy since Donald Trump got elected. And, and we thought, I, I know I thought in the days after Donald Trump's election in November of 2016, there would be a peak crazy and eventually people would get tired. They would realize that the world had not come to an end. The sky was not falling, that nobody has yet and will never be shipped to a camp in Idaho. And in fact, all of the rhetoric that they had been parroting from big left was in fact a lie. But this is not happening. And there are people on the left who are quite literally clinically and morally losing their minds. I I was reminded of this this past week by a a tweet by actor Ron Perlman. He's a great actor, by the way. He played uh, one of the snipers in the movie uh, Enemy at the Gates, the guy with the the steel teeth, if you remember the movie. Uh, if you're so, somewhat more recently, he uh, he played the patriarch of the of the clan in the uh, miniseries Sons of Anarchy, uh, the head of the uh, whatever the, the cycle club was. Now he's a great actor. Oh, he also he was also the the star of the Hellboy series. If you watch that particular movie franchise, which has since come and gone, and probably due for a reboot, the way these franchises go these days. Anyway. Uh, Ron Perlman uh, wrote uh, a tweet this past week that kind of makes me somewhat uh, nervous about my fellow citizens. It is, it's a pathetic. Well, I'll, I'll just read it to you. Did I ever tell you about when Harvey Weinstein told me to make sure I shook his hand at a charity event? So and this is Ron Perlman tweeting this past week. So I stopped in the men's room and, well, did something that men tend to do standing up. I can't really say it on the radio, but did it all over, quote, my hand. <sighs> I can't unthink that image, by the way. That's gross. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm not the only one. And if someone who grew up in the South Park generation thinks it's gross, then then I think it's gross as well, and I don't feel so out of place. Ron Perlman stopped in the men's room and... Uh, did the number one all over his own hand, quote, then went straight up to him in the receiving line. I think about that about that every time Donald Trump opens up his uh, mouth. A couple terms I can't use on the radio there, but this is this is what we are facing out there. And this is just one of many uh, ver- swerves into bizarre land through the looking glass that we had this this past week, we had Maxine Waters telling people to get in Republicans' faces in public. We had uh, Democrats asking food service people to spit in Republicans' food in restaurants. This is what the people, these are the people we're trying to run a democracy with. And Michael Goodwin, as I was saying earlier, had a great piece this past week in the New York Post. I think that explains so much of it. And I quote, to understand the madness gripping American leftists, to see the world through their eyes, presto, you you have to try to see the world through their eyes. So presto, you're now part of a raging resistance. (laughs) Like the Palestinians who mark Israel's birth as their Nakba or tragedy, you regard Donald Trump's 2016 victory as a catastrophe. It's the last thing you think of most nights and the first thing most mornings. You can't shake it. You can't escape it. Whatever you watch, listen to, or read, there are reminders 
Donald Trump really is president. You really believe the New York Times is too nice to him, so you understand why a Manhattan woman urged a reporter there to stop covering Trump to protest his presidency. Uh, by the way, as an aside, you understand why representatives from the New York Times and, and Washington Post in the days and weeks after the election went on the national public radio program on the media and, and constructed this elaborate case for changing the rules of journalism from from telling the facts to the people to denormalizing, that's a quote, denormalizing Donald Trump. And who the heck is Robert Mueller, asks Goodwin. He, he was supposed to save us from this nightmare. What is, what, that's what Chuck Schumer banked on. Well, what's going on? You spend your tax cut even as you rail against the man who made it happen, and you are pleased that Cousin Jimmy finally got a job, although you repeat the daily devotional that Barack Obama deserves credit for the roaring economy. And now this. Justice Kennedy is retiring and Trump gets another Supreme Court pick. The court might tilt right for the rest of your life. He's winning. No! In a nutshell, your visit, our visit to the tortured mind of a Trump hater explains everything from Saturday's mass marches to why a Virginia restaurant owner declared no soup for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Their loathing for Trump is bone deep and all-consuming. This is war, and they take no prisoners. For most marchers, border policies offer a chance to vent. They didn't make a peep when Obama did the same thing. If children are their main concern, they could help the 23,000 New York City kids living in shelters, or they could have attended the funeral of Alessandro Guzman Feliz, the innocent Bronx teen hacked to death by a Dominican gang. Don't dare call them animals. And by the way, (laughs) don't you dare call them animals. Uh, by the way, the same thing holds true on the Second Amendment debate, why, which is why I consider that debate such an absolute litmus test for all things. I, I had a last week when I was at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus uh, tent at Pride. This actually happened. Uh, we had a wonderful reception from the, the, the people at Pride, uh, most of whom are gay which is fine. They're citizens, too. They have the same right to keep and bear arms we do. And as we talked about yesterday, they a lot of them take it very seriously. But we had one guy who came up, one of those guys who just exuded know-it-all from his face. And he came up to me, caught me at the side of the tent, said, he started running through a bunch of gun control chanting points with me about how dangerous assault weapons were, about how schools are more violent than they used to be, about how society is more violent, all of which is completely untrue. And I said... Well, what do you, I mean, the, the the rate of actual murders in society as a whole, forget about school shootings, is 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 dropping like like a like a rock, like an anvil in a wily e. coyote cartoon. And he said, and in these words, I don't care about the general public. I only want to focus on school shootings. I don't want to focus on all these brown and black people being murdered in Chicago and Baltimore and Newark and Camden. And St. Louis and Cleveland and Cincinnati and New Orleans and Stockton and Sacramento and Oakland. No, we don't want to focus on those. We want to focus on not thousands of people killed every year, not hundreds of children under the age of 18 killed every year in these cities in ones and twos. No, we want to focus on the 43 children who have been killed in school massacres in the last five years. 43 too many, but 43. 
this is what they have been programmed to focus on to the to the absolute exclusion of society as a whole it's all part of what goodman refers to as instead they're giving into trump derangement syndrome which causes them to immediately and absolutely adopt the opposite position of the president's facts and common sense be damned alas they may look back on the last few months as the good old days for trump despite his stumbles and the mueller shadow seems to be finding a political sweet spot. He's reaching a high water mark in his presidency with his support growing and expanding. Events including the big Supreme Court rulings and Kennedy's retirement give him chances to pad his advantage. And it is making the left crazy. In fact, we have only seen the beginning of this. Ron Perlman doing the the the, the number one on his hand is the tip of the iceberg i i hate to say i hate to put it that way because the madness is only expanding and we're going to talk about that after the break here about how donald trump seems to be winning the battle and i will say this i said this last week uh i I said it yesterday when when we talked about the news of the changeover in the supreme court with anthony kennedy retiring as i said before the election as a non-donald trump fan who's been upfront about it and taken his flack from it from some of you in this audience over this last year and a half, two years, really. I've never been a Donald Trump fan, but I figured if we got one good Supreme Court nomination out of this four years, it would be a net wash at worst. And now that we're looking at two, we're looking at a generation, perhaps God willing, of sanity on the Supreme Court. But the winning has continued against, I got to say, all of my predictions Not to the point where I'm quite tired of winning yet. Oh, I can absorb a lot of winning. But we're a lot closer to it than I thought, and it's driving Big Left insane. More when we come back, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Fact. The government will always try to shortchange you in an eminent domain case. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you don't pay them. Kurt Schnitker from the Schnitker Law Office knows how to get the money or due. He'll prove your property is more valuable than what the government says it is. Because of the hassle, most of the time a property owner settles for a smaller portion of what they should be paid. Schnitker Law often gets double or triple what the government offers you. Unless you know the law and how it benefits you, you can end up leaving a lot of money on the table. Don't go it alone and settle for less. Call Schnitker Law. They use appraisers and their extensive knowledge of the law. 
They know condemnation rules and they know how to negotiate with the government. Schnicker Law uses all these skills to get you what you deserve. Don't take the government's lowball offer. If Schnicker Law doesn't get you more money, you owe them nothing. There's no risk. Call today, 763-252-0114. Schnicker Law Office. Online at minnesotaeminentdomain.com. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, my band, Elephant in the Room, got two gigs coming up this month. It's already July, holy cow. And as befits our usual style, they are back-to-back Thursday, July 26th, Thursday night. We're going to be out at Willie McCoy's, that's out in Champlin, Along with our good friend Rick Aguilar's band, uh, Space Force. I think that's the name. <laughs> so you said yesterday. That's it, Space Force. Rick Aguilar with his great band. going to be uh, working out with my band, Elephant in the Room, there. And then the next night, we're going to be out. Thank you very much, Terminator N, uh, for remembering things I can't. Uh, of course, the next night, we're going to be out there on a Friday night, uh, the 27th of July, at uh, the new Eagles Club in Stillwater. It's out on Highway 36. It's the old famous Dave's. You're wondering where that went. It ain't there, but the Eagles is. And they still got great food, great room, great place to hang out. Uh, hope you can make it out there. My band got another two-night tour happening. Been a lot of that going on this last six months here. So, uh, And with a little luck, we'll be playing out there a little more. So especially if people come on out and show up, if you catch my drift, if you're smelling what I'm cooking, hope you can uh, check that out. Don't forget the Northern Alliance also is uh, going to be back every week. Our friend King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessmen. And, of course, Brad Carlson will be back next Sunday. He's off on assignment today, but he'll be back next Sunday from 1 to 3. He's uh, all new, start growing things into the whole new two-hour slot for him uh, for the first time in several years. I think he'll, uh, I think he'll manage. And of course, I'm back every Saturday from one to three on the cl- headliner, headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the, the the way that the left is getting more crazy and more extreme as they get more demented at Donald Trump's, I'll admit it, success so far uh, in this term. Actually, success just in the last s- this summer has been a great time for Donald Trump. Uh, the, the perception, I think, is that, that Donald Trump is starting to get some traction out there. As uh, as 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 uh, Michael Goodwin points out in his piece in the New York Post, 
uh, this past couple of weeks has been a swift reversal from earlier in the summer when, quote, Trump was sucking wind. The media was again treating him like a pinata over the separation of families on the border, and the White House was ready to fight a war it couldn't win. Then the president suddenly called off the dogs to sign an executive order ending family separations. Much of the hot air instantly came out of the resistance balloon, although protests continue because the left is embracing little or no border control as its passion of the moment. Which, by the way, uh, two things I consider hilarious. Number one, sort of the low comedy of, of the idea that that one week big left is saying that the FBI is above reproach and dedicated servants of law enforcement that protect us all from the baddies. And, and it's it's no America. It's borderline treason to question the FBI. But this week, the ICE, the Immigration Customs Enforcement, uh, which used to be the uh, used to be the custom, the Border Patrol, uh, is suddenly on the chopping block with these people. It depends on the political orientation of the branch of government, I guess. You get them talking about ICE, and they make Ron Paul uh, look like Chuck Schumer. The second piece of, of comedy, higher comedy, I think, was the fact that the president exercised some of that negotiator kung fu and i have to say he won the family separation issue he won it big (laughs) he called off the dogs as goodwin said uh by signing an executive order ending family separations uh and basically deflating the resistance and as goodman says quote whether it's because of Trump's quick reversal and or the left's overreaction, polls are capturing the president's rising fortunes. One survey showed most Americans are not nearly as sympathetic with the leader, illegal border crossers as the media was. And it's only my, I guess, dislike of, of, of jumping up and down and exercising schadenfreude over people that prevented me from, well, jumping down, up and down and exercising schadenfreude and, and saying, on social media to all my progressive friends, hey, the president, whom you consider an idiot, just ran rings around you politically. He took the issue that you brought up, in fact, (laughs) that you practically delivered into his hand and gift-wrapped, and he turned it around and he beat you over the head with it. And the only people who aren't convinced are the people who are in the left's echo chamber at this point. The people who think Trevor Noah and Stephen Colbert are the dreamiest. These are the only people who are out there marching. People who were never going to vote for Donald Trump anyway. People who are never going to vote Republican anyway are the ones who were out marching yesterday. The same people who were out marching uh, last March. The people who are out marching with their little pink hats on, uh, demanding change. None of them were ever going to vote for a Republican. None of them were part of the swing voters that are really what this next election matters, is is about, just as the, the last election in 2016 was. <sighs> Another poll, by the way, uh, I mean, this is going back to Michael Goodwin's column in the uh, New York Post. Uh, he, he quotes a Minnesota woman saying, I think it's terrible about the kids getting split up with their parents, but the parents 
shouldn't have been there, said a Minnesota woman to the New York Times. Another Washington poll, uh, Post poll shows Trump with 90% support among Republicans, matching the backing of President George, H., uh, George W. Bush after 9-11. And the support is broadening. A Harvard Caps-Harris poll showed his approving rating hitting 47%, two points in a month, driven by a 10-point swing among who? Among rednecks? Among Klansmen? Among white third-tier suburban Republican males? No! A 10-point swing among Latino voters. And a four-point gain among Democrats. Pollsters attributed the rise to the strong economy and that whopping 75% approved of the president's decision to meet with North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. Finally, a Pew finding about Trump supporters upends all stereotypes, most of them. Just 31% are white men without college degrees, while 60% are college graduates, 66% are college graduates, women, or non-whites. Those signs of the big momentum switching sides came before two Supreme Court rulings that favored Trump. First upheld, uh, the first one upheld as a revised travel ban for a handful of Muslim-majority nations. Also, <laughs> those Muslim-majority nations, Venezuela and North Korea saying it was within his executive authority, just as we told you. And the second ruling blocks municipal unions from forcing workers to pay union dues. And this is huge. This is the other story this past week that I didn't give nearly enough shrift to last uh, yesterday on the broadcast and won't have enough time to today. But the Janus versus Ask Me decision overturns rather uh, the 1977 Ubud decision. Uh, the court's for lack of a better term, ham-handed attempt to reconcile uh, public sector unions' financial claims with the First Amendment. <laughs> Under the ruling, and I'm going to go to the National Review's editor's uh, story on the, uh, on, the, on the ruling, while public sector workers couldn't be compelled to join a union or pay for the union's political activities, they could be required to pay agency fees to cover labor activities such as negotiating contracts and handling grievances. In the present case, the fees amounted to nearly 80% of full union dues. I can testify to that. I've had one government union job in my life. I taught as an adjunct faculty member at a local university for a semester back in the early 2000s. And it was a nice gig. I'd love to do it again, quite frankly. If you're a university a dean out there somewhere and you need an adjunct faculty on any of the many subjects on which I am an expert, feel free to give me a holler because it's an awesome gig. Uh, and it's a great little side hustle. But uh, I wound up getting, give, being given a choice at that point. I said you could either sign up for the interfaculty organization, which is the union for Minsky employees, uh, or, or you can sign up for fair share and pay for your <clears throat> fair share of the lobbying costs that get you this salary. And the difference was 12 bucks. I could pay 120 bucks for the semester to be a union member and 108 for fair share. And at that point, for 12 bucks, just a bragging right of being able to say, hey, all you Democrats, I've been a union member. How about you? Was just, it was worth 12 bucks. I mean, that's money well spent. You're right, Terminator. And you've got this. It, it was, it was 12 of the best dollars I've ever spent in my life because I've gotten thousands of dollars worth of laughs and satisfaction out of deflating leftist arguments on the subject. Anyway, they can't do this anymore. This is basically the beginnings on a national level of what Scott Walker did in Wisconsin in 2010, what he started doing in 2010, uh, with a long, painful battle, of course, to, to take away some of the unfair, unearned power 
that that public sector unions have and that they've given themselves. And, and Jason Lewis, uh, Congressman Lewis to you, used to explain this so well. He used to say well, the, the problem with public sector unions is they basically spend your money getting Democrats elected and then negotiate with Democrats who are now their bosses uh, with your money. So basically both management and labor – uh, have no stake in, in controlling costs or being reasonable in their spending of the money because they're both on the same side and one owes their position to the other. And it's a mutual back-scratching situation. 651-289-4488. If you're on the line, hold the line. Let's uh, take a break. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We'll be going to the phones and talking about one area where I think Donald Trump has not been as well served by his policy or rhetoric just to keep things nice, sane, sober, and on the level. When we come back, Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. The sun is shining in some morning. You're going, you're AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. Hey, folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. 
Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like Johnny and June. We've been talking about Jackson. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's Narn show. You know what that means. Go nowhere. Second hour, we'll be talking about the Declaration of Independence, which, of course, is what we are celebrating on Independence Day, although it's a great time to uh, put some brisket in the smoker as well. Uh, in fact, I'll be thinking about that. In fact, I've completely ruined my concentration just thinking about brisket in the smoker. And I don't know if I can wait till Wednesday forward, so I may just have to race across the street, Terminator N, to the new strategically relocated uh, Rack Shack, uh, our good friends across the street. Great food. Oh, yeah, spectacular brisket. We have not been paid for that, uh, by the way, although they certainly could if you catch my drift, sales department. Let's go to the phones in Shoreview. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, I have two questions. Uh, The first one is why... Does nobody ever focus on the source of all these problems with illegal immigration, the corruption in government, the impoverished economies of the nations where these people are being driven out of? And my second question is related. Uh, I have a theory. Tell me if you think this is true. The Democrats are trying to solve the illegal immigration problem by making America so socialist and so impoverished that nobody will want to come here because it will be exactly the same as the economies and the <laughs> nations that they're leaving. So there will be no incentive. You know, I what think you you're, I think you're half right on your second point there, and that is, I, I I don't think that the Democrats are thinking that far ahead. I don't I don't know that they necessarily want America to be impoverished per se. I, th- I think they want, I, as part of their welfare policy, they want to make poverty a sustainable lifestyle. I mean, that's the way it's been for 50 years, uh, 55 years now. Uh, the, the Democrat uh, welfare state, the progressive welfare state, has basically existed to make poverty a sustainable lifestyle. What they are doing, however, is uh, for open borders to admit uh, basically an, uh, an endless pool of potential Democrat voters uh, to to our country. And that's really what our policy has been now. I am something of a dove on immigration, on legal immigration. I think this country benefits immensely from immigration. I think that there is, uh, as long as it's legal and as long as we're letting in the people who we need in this country, and we need a lot of people in this country, we're, we, we're not in the demographic death spiral that Europe is, for example. I mean, they need immigrants just to take care of all the old folks as their, their societies get older and their birth rates drop below replacement. We're still replacing ourselves here in America, uh, especially in the red parts of America, which is uh, highly encouraging. We have a birth rate that's in positive numbers as opposed to most of your red, uh, blue, rather, counties. So we do need immigration in this country. Uh, 
but we need them to assimilate. We need them to become Americans. We, the big thing is I don't care where people come from. I don't care if people come from Mexico, Honduras, Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia, as long as they come here to become Americans and, and fight for the same things America has always fought for since July 4th, 1776. And somebody brand new in this country from Somalia can do that just as effectively as all of us who've lived here all of our lives. Many of them do. And there's examples of those who don't and those we need to watch out for. And that precisely adds up to me and Bob's point. There are people that the Democrat Party is bringing in and wants to open the borders to without regard to what they believe, what they want for this country, or any love they may have for the American ideal. And that is a travesty. And that is something that is that is the biggest danger to this country. It's a bigger danger than terrorism. Short of nuclear terrorism, it's a bigger danger than North Korea, because if we have a majority of people in this country who are not here to uphold the American ideal, and I mean the real American ideal of limited government and government of, by, and for the people as a free association of equals that governs by the consent of the governed, then we are doomed more surely than we could be from any foreign enemy. Uh, the first part, people have been talking about uh, the fact that uh, Bob's first excellent point uh, is that uh, we have been talking about, uh, and on this broadcast we've been talking for 14 years, about uh, the fact that these countries from whence these immigrants are coming in Central America are failed states almost to uh, a T. There are some success stories in Latin America, Costa Rica, Paraguay, Uruguay. Ecuador seems to be coming along nicely, but you've got some states in Central America that are just basically the Detroit of nations. Honduras is a hellhole. Guatemala is a mess. Uh, El Salvador has been working hard, but they've got so many problems. And these are places from whence many People are uh, coming to the United States to flee what has frankly become, well, exactly what Donald Trump called it, <laughs> but you don't dare call them, uh, as countries. It's no reflection on the people, but yeah, the, the, we have the results of really a century and a half of failed states, almost all of which have flirted and failed with some variety of big state interventionist socialism. Venezuela is the, the worst example, but you look at almost every other country in Latin America, they've all had their moments, not quite as bad as Venezuela, but bad enough. Dan and Eden Prairie, uh, we've got about a minute. Go right ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Mitch. Great. I love hearing you on the show. Can you hear me okay? I hear you loud and clear. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I heard an interview uh, of Alexandria Cortez. I think that's her name. Yep. Free stuff for everybody. It's quite a long laundry list of free stuff oh, yeah. for everybody. But, of course, they're, they're going to enslave all the rest of us to be by, by force of law to pay for the free stuff, like free foolish education and probably women's studies and various other cultural studies programs, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she's never challenged. She's never challenged on it. It'd be great to, for you to have her on the show. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I'll tell. Well, uh, we can snag her for that one. Huh? I, I'm but. sure she will be faster to accept my invitation than Betty McCollum or Al Franken or Amy Klobuchar or Keith Ellison right. or any of them ever. Mark Gates. She, she might. You never know. It's earlier in she's her only career. Twenty-eight. I mean, she's whatever. But 
you know, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I mean, I do every turn yeah. after every election. I do the same thing with all of our elected representatives. And thank you very much, Dan, for your call. As always, I do this every time, ever after every election and before every election, actually, uh, which means I'm about due to do it again. I do extend interviews requests to the likes of. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, which who to whom I'm sending out interviews out uh, requests out since 2006. Al Franken, I did before every election since 2008. Uh, Betty McCollum, every single election since I'd say 2006, maybe 2004. I think I started trying to invite her on the show. Uh, Keith Ellison, I invited him every time from 2008 on. Let's see what else. I did invite, uh, what's his name, uh, R.T. Ryback, former mayor of Minneapolis. He accepted, and it was a great interview. Just to show you folks out there, all you liberal politicians, I don't bite, at least not literally. In terms of questioning, oh, I, I may try and draw a little rhetorical blood and tease out the truth, which is something you're probably not used to from the Twin Cities media, but what the heck? Don't the voters, voters have a right to know? Hey, we're going to be talking about the reason for the season, the 4th of July, Independence Day, in the next hour. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Ready for the summer? Do you have ugly green and black stains on your home? Spray and forget. The original no-rinse exterior cleaner eliminates these ugly stains caused by mold, mildew, and algae. Spray and forget brilliantly cleans roofs, decks, siding, fencing, walkways, driveways, outdoor furniture, and more. Remove stains up to 50% faster than competing no-rinse cleaners. Make your home and outdoor living spaces brilliant again. Look for the yellow label at participating Ace, Home Depot, True Value, and Do It Best stores. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, or even with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call term provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-481-1458. 800-481-1458 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. 
Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis.